Welcome to Money Isn't Scary, a podcast for women to explore our fears around money and inspire each other to be financially empowered. I'm Megan Dwyer, and I'm making it my personal mission to remove the taboo around money and help women rewrite their stories so they can stop staying small and begin to live life on their terms. In this show, we get real and uncomfortable as we unpack our beliefs, thoughts, and behaviors that aren't serving us anymore. I can't wait for you to join me on this journey. So let's dive in. Hey, you guys, welcome to another episode of the Money Isn't Scary podcast. I'm Megan Dwyer. So I was recently interviewed on another podcast, and one of the questions that I was asked was my opinion on this girl math trend that's going viral on TikTok right now. So for those of you who don't know what it is, I'm going to try my best to define it today and give you some general thoughts that I have on this topic. So the term girl math stems from a New Zealand morning radio show, Fletcher Vaughn and Hale. The host created a girl math segment to help female listeners justify pricey purchases. And it actually started with the host helping a caller justify a $5,600 purchase spent on travel accommodations and tickets to all four nights of the Taylor Swift era's tour in Sydney, Australia. So it's basically women finding ways to justify their money habits and spending choices that make no mathematical sense. And it represents this type of like mental accounting that we all do. Like if you buy anything that costs less than $5, it isn't real money because it's basically free. And since this has started just a couple months ago, so many women are getting on the bandwagon and talking about their version of girl math. And here's a few examples. Um, You're losing money if you don't purchase something when it's on sale. You're losing money if you don't spend enough to qualify for free shipping. You're making money whenever you skip your daily coffee or soda. Anything in your Venmo or Apple wallet that isn't immediately spent is free money. And my personal favorite, if you return an item and you get store credit or a gift card and then enough time passes that you forget about it, it's free money. Now, I will be the first one to say I do this kind of stuff all the time in my head. I'm going to go on a limb and say that we all do. And this is why this has become so popular, right? Because it's so relatable. Honestly, we are all just out there doing our best. The costs of everything right now are insanely high and we want to live our lives and still do fun things without feeling guilty about it, right? So it's how we justify spending as if spending is a bad thing in the first place, but it's not necessarily good or bad, right? And I've talked about this before. So I have a few more thoughts on this concept and on both sides of the equation, honestly. So hear me out. I think the big goal here with this whole trend is to help women not stress about money, but it's done in a very unconventional way. But I'm still supportive of women, first of all, talking about money and spending. And secondly, it helps us to put things in perspective, right? Like some small purchases that make you happy that really aren't going to make a huge difference in our day-to-day lives, like that coffee or that every so often trip around the Target dollar section, right? The goal, I think, is to not beat ourselves up over the little things as long as they are intentional. And all that's okay. Like, I'm totally cool with that. But 
I think the trend has sort of gotten carried away a bit and it now just reinforces like this YOLO lifestyle where we only live in the now and don't think about how our decisions today might impact our future. We're not considering that and we're certainly not considering our financial circumstances or what decisions had been made in the past to get us to where we are now. My issue is that I think this trend is sort of dismissing the idea that we do need to take our finances seriously and that money isn't something we can just ignore. There's a lot of pieces to making spending decisions that should be considered and we're doing ourselves a big disservice if we don't give it the respect it deserves. There's actually consequences, right, to overspending and living beyond our means and more importantly, not knowing how to manage or think about money and the girl math trend just pretends that there's not. It pretends that that doesn't exist, right? It, it glorifies this overspending and acting like money isn't real, right? And that it just magically appears out of thin air. Not to mention the math that I described earlier is just flat out wrong. And, and we're not actually losing money if we don't purchase something when it's on sale because maybe we never needed the item to begin with, right? I think we all know that logically. But I think this justification, right, this sense of, hey, it's okay from other people because I do it too. And it's okay if they do it. So that just means it's okay if I do it, right? I think that's what we're, we're really craving. Yet everyone comes from different financial backgrounds and our situations are so unique and personal that we can't possibly take blanket advice as being the right thing for us, for our own individual circumstances. Also, I've completely skipped over the fact that this trend is reinforcing the message that women aren't good with money, right? Which is perpetuating a stereotype that women have worked so hard over the last several decades to reverse. And this is what makes me so furious because this is what I'm personally working towards, a world where women feel empowered around money, not treating it like it's a joke. Again, I am empathetic here because I know how hard it is to talk about money, and at least we're doing that, right? But this isn't the best way to have money conversations. We need to have open, honest, deeper conversations with ourselves and with others around our relationship with money, which includes not just our salaries and our spending habits, but also our beliefs, our stories, our thoughts, our, um, how we were brought up, our culture, right? All the things that drive our everyday behaviors. So if we're looking for justification or a way to not feel guilty for overspending, there's actually other ways we can do it without going down the girl math path. And the first thing I'm going to say here is let's be intentional about our purchases, no matter what they are, big or small. We talk about this all the time here. We do this by hopping off the treadmill, getting quiet and determining what actually holds value to us. And from there, we can begin to consciously and intentionally align our spending with what's important to us, okay? And the next thing I want to say here is check in on your finances. Like, actually look at it, right? What do you have for savings at the moment? What are some of your other goals that you're also working towards at this time? Where's your money going at the present moment? Like, what are your, what are your recurring expenses on a, on a monthly basis? Think about how one decision might impact other areas of your life. This is important because if there's something we really want, like say a big trip or something like that, yet you don't have the funds, 
maybe you can get creative and figure out a way to plan for it, meaning realigning where your money is going currently. There's always a way, but pretending that the bigger picture doesn't exist is not being empowered around money. It's avoiding it entirely. The big point that I want to make here is we don't need to feel guilty or feel like we have to justify or do mental accounting on our purchases at all. We are independent, grown-ass women, and we can make our decisions and feel good about those decisions. It makes me crazy thinking about the stereotypes that this girl math thinking is promoting. That of a woman who is frivolous with spending and can't be trusted around money and thinks she's bad at money and she needs help and she has to hide it or make a joke out of it, right? We've been taught to feel shame around our money and the ways in which we use it. So this is just a continuation of that theme. We're patronizing ourselves and we deserve so much better, you guys. So just keep that in mind. We're all doing our best, right? So let's take the girl math trend with a little bit of a grain of salt. You got this, you guys, I promise you. All right. Thank you so much for listening. And if you liked this episode, please go share it with a friend and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or Spotify so you can hear more from me um, and all the awesome episodes that I have coming up. Thank you guys so much. I'll talk to you next time. Oh,